With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Broadcasting live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Good Wednesday morning, everybody. John and Lance. Well, we think Lance is coming. He's at the Underwear Olympics and he's having a hard time uh, getting on, on the board. So we'll find out whether or not we will have him. Do we have him? Lance, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Stop calling it the Underwear Olympics. It's super disrespectful. What are you talking about? It's the you go and you what you do, you fly all the way to Indianapolis to look, go look at men in their underwear. It's what you Del, do. Del, can you go to merriamwebster.com and Google reductive and go look at the definition cuz that's what John's doing. He's being reductive. No, I'm being adductive. I don't even know no. if that's a word. But I go look at I go look at people perform an athletic competition uh, okay. to display their athletic abilities. It's very important to the process, and only the simp's say underwear Olympics. Everyone's agreed to that. Post COVID, everyone realizes we're out on that. Del, what is what is what are they? What are these? In fact, it's considered a cancelable term. Del, are you what a simp? You, John? I, so I've been canceled. Are you a simp, John? Apparently, nonsense. Uh, well, simps. I don't think simp is actually the right word. No, I don't for think it. it is either. Uh, here is the definition of reductive. Okay. T- tending to present a subject or problem in a simplified form, especially one viewed as crude. Yeah, that fits, John. Yeah, John, that fits. That fits who you are. Okay, I'm being reductive only because it's true. So you, a bunch of sports writers and, and never duns go there. Wow! Look. I'll have to let all these. I'll have to let all these former. So you're saying that about Ryan Clark and Steve Smith? Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure we're clear on all that. Okay. I'm pretty sure they don't go to Steve look at Smith's the underwear list. part, the swimsuit part of the of the competition. You're on Steve Smith's list. That's a bad place to be. Okay. Do you know that there's a a radio row at the combine? Is there oh, a yeah. radio row I, at the I combine? Found that out. Oh, it, it has Sean been for years. Where well, it's where it's just. It's not the super. It's not Super Bowl like, but there is a. Hold on, were y'all making fun of it? We were. We were saying. I. I was saying. How come we didn't get to go? And then. And then Joe George walked in and was like, "Thumbs down. No one wants to go there." Oh, did he do <laughs> horns down though? No, this just, is well, all no, he just did home, He just did thumbs down. So, are you doing it from your hotel? Or are you doing it from radio yeah, combine radio row? How come you didn't go to no. combine radio row? Because I'm going to be a guest for an hour and a half doing radio interviews in ten different stations. Because I'm kind of a star. (laughs) Okay, this is the. That's why this lost all legitimacy when Lance is the interviewee. Okay, it's like radio. I'm the guy hawking Preparation H, and 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 I'm the guy hawking. You know, some type of new. Yeah, some type of new uh, product for joint health. Avocados from from Mexico. Yeah. Speaking of which. I don't know that we're going to have avocados for long people. Do you see they're running out of water in Mexico? In, Mex- in Mexico City is a, is going to run out of water by June. Oh, that's no big deal. They've only got like 40 million people. 40 there. million they do have 15 million people in that I mean just in that city and they're not no going to have any water. There won't Mexico's, be any water though. Mexico City is bigger than any city. It's <laughs> yeah. like No, no, it's New one of the York biggest in the huge. world. Yeah, yeah. Let's forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. Um, so, so a couple of things. Why don't we start growing our own? Why, why are we always relying on Mexico for the avocados? Don't we have? Shouldn't Phoenix be cranking out a crap ton of avocados? 
they're busy at the border right now. So California, I'm, I don't know with the avocados. Yeah, California avocados. Uh, they have those too. Yeah. Well, apparently they're probably socialist avocados. Well, don't, do they taste worse? You know they're going to be more expensive with all the taxes they're going to they're going to throw on top of them. <laughs> There's no question about that. So, so I just want to know. I just I just want to know how you feel this morning, Del. For okay. Do you know what the number one play was that just just before we came on ESPN did their top a ten dunk? plays? Was it, it a dunk? It was for, surprisingly. It shocked me. It wasn't a dunk. Was it the Max? It was Struce a fifty nine footer by Max Struess, who is no longer with the Heat, which is why the Heat can't win. You mean the team who's won five in a row? Yeah. Well, guess what? Huh? Max Struess just won so, it for can, Cleveland. Can we talk about? How often you use this show for nonsense to come at me about things other people don't care about? Like, of all the things, Max Struess makes a shot. No one cares about I mean, Max Struess here. Zero people in the crowd even know Max Struess, and John's using this to settle a, a imaginary score against you. <laughs> yeah, fourteen. Oh, they can't win. They just won won five in a row. They're they're up to fifth in the East. What are you talking yeah, about? I'd say this is Lint, John, but this is everyday John. This yeah. isn't just Lint. He Listen. uses this. He uses this platform to settle scores over the dumbest stuff. Listen. Oh no, Max Struess. Oh, is around. now you don't have Max Struess. Maybe you won't. Maybe Cleveland's winning all these games now, and maybe they're ahead of you in the standings because yeah. Max we're five Struess. minutes in. We're five minutes in, and this is what we learned. Lance is at the underwear Olympics. Oh, all legitimacy is gone because you're an interviewee. Dell Max Struess hit a 59-footer. <laughs> okay. like, what? what? Is there? I like Just Max Struess. I'm glad he did out. that. Well, yeah, get all your scores out, John. Do you have, did Yanni do something to you? Is there, no. do, like, I, who well, are you worry. taking shots I got more. Okay. I got more as we go along here. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't use the entire first segment for all scores to settle, okay? I, I we got stuff to could. talk about. We got stuff to talk about this morning. Listen, and ESPN, nice job. It wasn't a dunk. You actually used a play that was that was a legitimate number one. Um, so, so the Rockets. I don't. You you probably weren't able to see him in Indianapolis. They're not. Well, sure. I couldn't see him, but I did keep up with everything it on was, the phone. It's there. It's awful. I mean, it's really it's, disappointing. It's, it really what's, what's is. Gotta happen. How bad they are shooting the. I, I, they got to go get. Did you see Reed Shepard shot to win the game yesterday? For no. uh, oh my goodness, yeah, for uh, Kentucky, I mean, it's totally sweet. They need a shooter. Go get a shooter. Well, why can't Cam Whitmore be that guy? I think he's going to be a pretty good shooter. Yeah, and Jalen again played the fewest minutes of all the starters. I it I I I I I just not, I I just I know he starts him and he's continued to start him, but he has benched him. He even benched him here in the second half after the All Star break in the fourth quarter, just because he wasn't he wasn't doing what he's supposed to do. I just don't see Jalen as a part of this team. Go get – I just don't understand all these years with Daryl Morey, all of this reliance on analytics, and they don't have a sharpshooter. Go find a sh- – there are plenty of guys that well, can shoot. Well, okay, you forgot about Corey Brewer. You <laughs> Corey about Brewer Ryan is Anderson. the antithesis of what you want in, I've seen a, a, him, analytics. If you hit the side of a backboard in a game, <laughs> you, you can never be called a sharpshooter no, ever. Ever. But – but, you know, I think that it's all going to happen. It's just they didn't do it before All-Star break. You're not going to put Jalen – I just figured out Green's not going to the bench. They want to keep his attitude good, but they'll bench him in the fourth quarter. And then, um, you know, he's dead man walking. I mean, his time with the Rockets is is limited, so he'll be dealt in the, before the trade deadline. I'm, I feel positive about that. So I could see the Rockets trading Jalen and their first round uh, – or I guess Detroit's first round pick potential – no. They don't have Detroit. They have uh, New, uh, Jersey. Uh, the, the Nets. I right, could see them maybe yeah. trying to jump up into as high as they can get with Jalen, and you know they're the the Nets first round pick. Maybe swap swap picks. But I just know this much. Uh, Why well, I say the Nets? Maybe the Rockets pick. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see who has the worst pick. But um, Jalen's dead man walking. Not. I mean, he's just traded man walking. I should say he's not. He's not going to be here long term. I just. He's just not going to fit. He's not a good enough three point shooter. Yes, you're right. They do need another three point shooter. Amen Thompson's a point guard of the future or combo guard where he can play either spot, but he's not going to be able to shoot right now, and he may never be able to shoot from three. Cam Whitmore, I think, is that guy, John. But mm. what, do you have to have one shooter? And I mean, I think Jabari's got the range, but 
are we like can't we have more than one shooter because aaron holiday's not a long term he's he's just a guy on a bench right now which is fine uh, you got it. They have to. They really, really, really have to find a shooter. This, and if, if it's in the tra- whatever the case may be, just go find a guy that can fill it up from three. That can stand there, even if he's on athletic. Whatever, just find a guy that can actually shoot the basketball. It was pitiful. Twenty three percent from three uh, yesterday. Just pitiful. Um, and and thirty nine percent from the field. That's awful. Now I will say this. Oh. oh and Oklahoma City has a thousand draft picks in the next few in the next couple of years, and they're long and they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They hit so well on Chet Holmgren and they hit so well on Shea. And this is the kind of thing the Rockets have two, three, and four. I really think they've hit on Amen. Amen Thompson is. Oh yeah, they he is. I think he's hit. And Jabari is playing well. Yeah, Jabari, Jabari has been playing too. really well. Absolutely, Shingun, Jabari, Amen Thompson—they're all going to be hits. It's. I mean. It's okay. You just have to find the the right fit, uh, and they just it doesn't happen in a in a day. Like they flip flopped some of the roster, and they they are a more serious team, and that's great. But that's only stage one. Stage two is going to be continuing to tighten up this roster, and that will happen in the off season. But I believe this is a huge off season if they can move Jalen and really maximize that trade uh, of Jalen. If they can maximize value. And get the right player back in exchange, even if it's a draft pick. I think that's just so critical yep. for what Udoka wants to do. But it's not like the, the Texans kind of spoiled us this year. It's not, unfortunately, in basketball, it doesn't happen overnight. In football, it has happened overnight at times. In basketball, it's always a process to get back up. It never happens overnight. Yeah, the Rockets don't have their first-round draft pick. Oklahoma City has it. So that's Okay, a, that's, that's right. And the so picks. they've got only the Nets. That's right. I didn't think they had two. So yeah. they got the Nets pick. And then, you know, I could see them trying to package that and Jalen and move up into maybe the top five. But we'll see who's available and, and how they view it. Because, John, if they think Amen Thompson's a 1-2 and they think Cam Whitmore's a 2 and they like Cam, we know Cam can score now. We know he's a talented offensive player. Um, I don't know about the buy-in and all that stuff, the attitude, you know, the stuff that he was kind of chided before, before before the draft. And there is a there is a, a a physical. I think it's a knee issue that is a concern for some teams pre-draft. You know, will the Rockets address? They got Dylan Brooks on a four-year deal. Like, where exactly do they attack? Like, where do they attack on the roster? Because um, Fred Van Vliet is hey. not going anywhere. So I just gave you three guards. Yeah, well, Cam Whitmore is going to be here. Um, Fred Van Vliet is going to be here. Uh, Dylan Brooks is going to be here, and Alperen Sengun is going to be here. And you, and, and Cam, what? Yeah, I said Cam. You're going to build around those. And Jabari, and Jabari is going to be here. You just, yeah, build yeah I mean, that's, so that's who's what you build it? around. And everybody else, you know that that you're you're expendable. Everybody else is expendable. Those four guys are what you build on, and you gotta you gotta fill in. And, that, and by, by the way, it's, it's just another year, or maybe two, of Fred Van Vliet. And then and you got to find and Almond, and Almond as well. So those are the five guys that you build around, and everybody else expendable. Uh, well, what I love, though, is that and, and if he'd be okay with this one, I really don't care. Udoka doesn't care if anyone's okay with anything, hopefully. But I think Cam Whitmore's the perfect six man. Like, to me, you could go find a starting two who could really shoot it, but Cam Whitmore is your guy that comes off the bench in his instant offense. It's such a valuable for good teams. It's such a value. Manu Ginobili came. People forget, you know, he came off the bench as a six man. It's such a valuable commodity. Eric Gordon was a good six man when he was here, coming, uh, uh, you know, when he was a six man, coming off the bench and being able to get instant offense. That might be, that may just be Cam Whitmore's thing, and he may close games, which is fine. But you know, Whitmore may just be a really excellent sixth man for a few years so maybe because my concern is well you got Whitmore you got Amen, you got Fred you got Dylan you got Jabari where are you breaking in who are you who are you bringing in and who sits down maybe maybe it's just that you you fit Amen into a multitude of positions you go get that sharpshooter like you talked about or somebody who's a plus shooter and he can Whitmore's a guy who comes off the bench at the one at one two or three you know I'm basically just calling him a wing it just goes and gets buckets and gets points. Maybe that's what you do. But at least there's talent to have this discussion and real talent moving forward. But you're right, to the point of they didn't shoot well last night. Their shooting has been up and down. And I think most importantly, the level of play has not been consistent for 
I mean, over a month now. No, no. Uh, man, how – I just went through and I just went and looked up. How much did James Harden kill this team? The 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 Oklahoma City has the Rockets pick this year, first round pick this year, and their first round pick in 2026, and they also have the pick swap in 2025, and they had it in 21, all because they had to get rid of Chris Paul and bring in Russell Westbrook. That and James Harden orchestrated all of that, and now the Rockets aren't going to have first round picks this year for their own first round pick this year or in 20. Yeah, well, you got them back though, John, because of trading and you got pick swaps. And so you kind of got a lot of that stuff back when you dealt James for a lot of the same type of considerations, draft picks and pick swaps. Yeah. But instead of, well, you, you didn't get anything back. You just, you just lost it. I mean, you, and you lost James Harden and you lost the ability to win any basketball games. He destroyed he and and I, I'm sorry, Daryl Morey. They left this place in shambles, in utter shambles. Yeah, you got some Nets picks. Great, awesome. How awesome is that? I mean, this what a what a disaster. What a disaster. Those two left this organization. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. The number if you'd like to get in here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. D'Amico met the media. The Cougs won. All right, while the Rockets weren't shooting well, the Cougs weren't shooting well, but they were still <laughs> winning. Okay. And uh and we Rinse lo- and repeat. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but right now you're talking about QC Kinetics. Yeah, I'm talking about a company who, you know, has been has been phenomenal when it as it pertains to getting people uh pain free or really reducing the level of pain and, and QC Kinetics is so good at at doing that very, very quickly. And that's the big thing. When you are dealing with pain, it bothers you in the middle of the night. It bothers you when you wake up through the day. It not only diminishes your quality of life, it just, it's just, it's just isn't, it, it's not going to be something that is going to make your life very enjoyable. And the great thing is you have an opportunity to change that with regenerative medicine. And it's available through QC Kinetics for locations here in the Houston area. The great thing is QC Kinetics attacks the joint pain by taking the body's healing power, concentrating it, putting it back into the joint, and the difference in your pain is substantial, and mobility can be substantial. Get back to doing the things you love. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery, no steroid shots. This can be your reality. Athletes have used it for a long time, and now it's available to the general public. Don't miss out on this opportunity to get pain-free or reduce your pain significantly. It's QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5. You are listening to Houston's longest-running sports radio morning show. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John and Lance. All right, welcome back to 718 on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Something 3780-3776. Before we get to uh, to uh, the combine and what D'Amico Ryan said, the Cougs, they deserve, they deserve our attention. Nice job last night. Again, jumping out to a big lead. But letting Cincinnati back in it, and especially at the end of the game, a lot of slot was very sloppy uh, offensively. They really, really they struggled. They shot thirty nine percent and thirty five percent from three. L J Cryer uh, kept him around. Jamal Shedd had his most frustrating offensive performance <coughs> maybe of the season. It was he was two for eleven. He just couldn't buy a basket. Like halfway through the uh, second half, he had four points. He was doing his job with assists. He was getting people in the right spots. He was doing everything that he needed to do. But typical Cougs, they they have they struggle offensively. And you're not uh, missing Coug games, are you? I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I've noticed it every single like you're locked in every single time. Yeah, I know, this I is a rare that. opportunity to see. We're talking about a number one basketball team in the nation. Like yeah. when I grew up, that was Fife Name and Jamal was took over the whole city, took over the whole state. Basically, I don't know that people recognize how rare and how fun that is. Now, I will say, 
for a lot of people, they will not find it aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, fun is fun. The word. Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, so it's 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 rare to be able to watch a number one for your team in your city to be the number one team in the nation. Okay, I eliminated the word fun, but you know who does have fun watching that team? Probably Jeff Van Gundy. Oh gosh, he loves that team. He loves what Kelvin high school basketball coaches that love defense. You know what? We got to get Coach on. We got to get Coach on to talk about this team. Well, he works for the Celtics now, so. Well, I don't know that he can. Well, what do you mean he can't? He can't talk about the Cougs. Oh, the Cougs! Wait, I, I'm, I'm are you going to limit it to Cougs? You think questions? he's actually watching Cougs though? Yes, he loves ball. He loves ball, and he's a Houstonian. Yes, I'm, ab- I'm absolutely positive that he watches University of Houston basketball. What is he doing for the Celtics? I don't know. He's a consultant. A consultant? I think it's. I think it's okay. Well, that's why they're great. Okay, that's why they're the number one team in the East. Is it? Yeah, because Jeff Van Gundy. It's not because of all the players that on their team. Oh, what what did they win before he got there? I Nothing. mean, weren't we up applauding the Rockets bringing in Eme because he took the, the Celtics to the finals? I'm gonna so be now honest they haven't with you, accomplished is, anything. Yeah, but then after that, yeah, what happened? No, they made the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what? Van Gundy can't be, get back into coaching. He's tried and he's tried, and this is reminiscent of the of the. The enemy stuff, they're keeping a lot of the white coaches out of head coaching spots in the NBA, and it's sad to see what's happening to Jeff Van Gundy. Hmm. Is Michael he Malone been black, white? He has been blackballed from the NBA. White-balled? White-balled. He's been, he's been white-balled. Yeah. Or, or it's that Jeff hasn't coached for a while, and they wonder, and probably rightly so, how he would do with this version of NBA players. Uh, He's not going to get a bunch of David Wesley's and, and John Barry's and, and guys that, you know, that he like, he's going to get some load management guys. He's going to get some Instagram guys. It's it's, it will be a challenge for a Jeff Van Gunny. If he ever gets back to a head coaching job. Yeah. He's in the league. Though. He, he, he knows what's going on with these guys. I, I think he would have a hard time, though. I don't think there's any question. I'd about like that. to see them put him with Emmanuel, uh, with uh, Emmanuel Acho, maybe on one of those shows oh. on Fox. Or... Oh, my gosh. No, I don't want to see that. I him and want, Nick Wright. I don't want to see Emmanuel Acho be uh, mentally eviscerated. All right. That's not something I need to see. Uh, anyway, uh, Cougs win. Love that team. Love the way they play. How about this? The stat: twenty-five percent of the opposing team's possessions end in a turnover. That's incredible. How about that? I Is mean, that it might be higher or... after last night. They yeah, that's had... a season-long stat. Holy crap! Yeah, it's twenty-five percent of 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 the nineteen turnovers they had last night. I mean, night. you know, it, it's so funny that so many coaches. It's it, Kelvin Sampson just shows you, hey, this is a formula for winning too. I know you guys are all looking for the next great this and great that. I just want to lay out a formula for you. Is it you know why why do more coaches not try to copy Kelvin Sampson's formula? Is it harder, I guess, because getting guys to buy into that ravenous defensive mode, but taking the ball away, it's a simple subtraction of okay. Let me give you analytics. You're subtracting possessions and. From them and then adding possessions to you. Then he preaches crashing, crashing the boards and rebounding, both offensive and defensive. Oh, if you win rebound battles, fewer second shots for them, more second shots for you. Once again, we have additional possessions, and you can win without shooting great when you have more possessions. And I just don't see why more. I, I think it's just because it's hard to get the buy-in necessary, uh, and then you have to ask yourself, well, how do I get guys to buy in? That's where you have to go talk to coaches who get buy-in and try to figure it out. And it comes down to your personality, what you're willing not to put up with and what you're willing to prioritize. And I just think Kellen Sampson, I mean, Kelvin Sampson just prioritizes defense. You couldn't do this in the NBA, I don't, I don't think, not anymore. But you can do it in college basketball still. What's getting a little bit scary, it happened against Iowa State, and it happened last night, both at home. They were out-rebounded. Yeah. 42 rebounds, and especially on the offensive boards, they had 15 offensive rebounds, Cincinnati did. Yeah, this that is was, extremely yeah, rare That is to rare. happen in Houston, and they got beat pretty good on boards both games, especially offensive boards. Uh, they got beat by nine against Iowa State, as you mentioned. Yesterday they got beat on the offensive boards 
that can't happen. They've got that smaller margin for victory when they play defense. You know, when they're defensive, they have to have certain things click for them. When they're not shooting, I should say. One of the things is rebounding. You can't give that up. No, and and it was funny. There was one possession where Cincinnati had like four three or four offensive rebounds and Kelvin Sampson, I'm looking at, he's walking along and he gets to Juwan Robertson, get in the game, get in there and get, get them out of there and go get thought, some offensive rebounds. I thought get some defensive rebounds. with a blood pressure cuff around his Oh my heart. gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Some woman there or some guy there just squeezing a blood pressure cuff to check his blood pressure. I know. That's going to make him almost have a stroke. And I know that even poor offensive position, possessions, Missed shots, missed even open layups or whatever are not nearly as frustrating to him as defensive lapses or watching his team not get being able to pull on a defensive rebound. That's got to make him nuts. That's got to make Kelvin Sampson just nuts. And uh, it, and you can you can just see him seething uh, when when they're not when they're not doing what they're supposed to defensively or getting those defensive rebounds. All right, I'll tell you what. We want to stay on time. We've got all kinds of combine, not just Texans. There's all kinds of stuff. Lance, by the way, uh, we got inside information from him that he's going to bring to the table for us. We've got all kinds of great stuff. He's right there. He's the guy that the other radio stations interview. You'll probably hear him. Are you going to be on Payne and Pendergast this morning? (laughs) I'm going to do um, who's on when Dell, who's on, who's your competition? What competition? He Dell doesn't have any competition. I don't know. I, actually, your, I really don't know. Who's who's. Your, is is the whoever is on at six ten or seven ninety? I'm probably going to go on. You Matt Thomas show. And yeah, yeah. Is he ten? No, he's not. No, no. I don't. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think they're here. So I don't know have, if they're at radio. You have plant. Well, Texans Radio is at Radio Row. We saw their stuff, so you can go do that. You can go on with yeah, them. Yeah, I don't that think is. they're going to ask me to. I looked at my list of radio places. They did not ask for me. They didn't ask for you. He, he haven't like centered, they got John Harris. They're good. You haven't positioned yourself as ES. Excuse me, NFL dot com's Lancer line. Wouldn't that be an attractive guy I to have, have on? I'm trying to get on their station. Yeah, I, I'm you trying, need my dying wish is to do a draft show at six ten. You got to rebrand. You you're just not branded yeah. right, right? You're just not. I mean, it's pitiful. Yeah. If I could do one, if I could do one draft show at six ten, I could. That would be my dying wish for sure. <laughs> Not your even dying your radio, radio dying wish, wish. Just is, his dying wish. My dying radio wish is to do a draft show at 610. I've done them before, but now I could actually die happy. Okay. Yeah. But do you that you're back back in the saddle. It's like Andre Johnson re-signing with the Texans before he retires. You know, you know how yeah. I know you know how yeah. I know John's not a real one? He watched that entire Cougs game. And then mention a player for the Cincinnati Bearcats named Jizzle James. I know. I, they kept saying Jizzle throughout the whole game. I think he's Ed, Edron James and you mentioned Andre. Reminded yeah. me, Edron James and Andre Johnson were sitting next to each other yeah. at the game. I think Jizzle is James's kid. Um, and you Jizzle. Didn't, I don't. And you didn't mention Jizzle James I know, once. I just. I just. I th- I'm I'm under control. That's you, his, that's not his name. So much. I'm under control. He didn't. They kept saying Del, Jizzle he didn't see over his and name. over. He's, He's paying attention to Cougs. You think he would have let Jizzle James go? What, what do you call him for short, though? I'm not playing that game with you. <laughs> well, who named their kid Jizz? Uh, uh, NFL Hall of Famer. Jizzle. His name is Jizzle. Well, I know, but everybody's going to call no, him. No. I mean, my name's Jonathan. Everybody calls me John. Well, it's I haven't seen anyone. You're Delbert. Everybody calls you Del. No, I'm not Delbert. That's okay. actually not true. He's Lance a lot. Everybody calls him Lance. No one, no one says what you said. It's, his name is Jizzle. What? He, no one shortens his name. Saying, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at his Instagram. It's Jizzle James. Well, of course he says that. He'll James. never call himself that. Well, that's not his nickname. I, I'm would sure be if I was his friend. I'm sure his his nickname's probably like Baby J. I'm sure. I would be if I was his friend. You, trust me, you and Jizzle. What up, Jizz? You and Jizzle would not be friends. <laughs> what up, Jizz? You wouldn't be his friend for long. Yeah, Jizzle would not be friends with you. Jizzle uh, my schnizzle. They did. Oh, they no. said that last night during the game. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No. Oh, no, no. Who yes, said it? Yes, they did. Who said the, it? The color commentator. Who's who? What was that guy's name? Yes, I, I don't. I remember. I don't can't remember. But he absolutely said it Load. during the game. I bet you didn't do it again. <laughs> uh, time to talk about Brinkman roofing right now. Listen, 
If your house is 10 years old, 5, 10, 15 years old, if you haven't done anything with your roof, you are going to pay for it if anything happens to your house, okay? And we get all kinds of hail. We get all kinds of wind. Oh, oh, the wind came up. Now all of a sudden it's raining. My roof is leaking. Oh, my goodness, insurance company pay. And you know what they're going to tell you? No, we ain't paying. You know why? Because you didn't take care of your roof. You've done no maintenance on your roof. Okay, it's just roof is 15 years old. We ain't insuring that thing. Now, Brinkman Roofing can buy you five, 10, or more years with your insurance company because they're going to go up there and they're going to say, if you don't have any documentation that you have maintained your roof, you are going to lose if anything happens. And you and, and by the way, that will be a big number if you're le- if it starts to leak and ruins your your floors, ruins your house, ruins your furniture. It's a big number. So you know what's not a big number? Heaven then come and inspect your roof. So go BrinkmanQuality.com. B r i n k m a n n. It's so little. It, you pay so little, but it will pay off so big. BrinkmanQuality.com or call two eight one four eight zero roof. ESPN. 97.5. Broadcasting live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. All right, let's move on to D'Amico, and let's talk about uh, some of the things that he discussed yesterday. A lot of the coaches, there was some eye-opening stuff being said yesterday that we'll get to from around the league. But let's start with our Texans, as usual. Jonathan Grenard. Here is D'Amico Ryans when asked about re-signing Jonathan Grenard. Yeah, JG did a great job for us this year. Uh, he's very productive this year, played physical, uh, did the things we asked him to do. Uh, we'll see where free agency plays out. But love JG and love what he did for us this year. Hey, Coach, throughout the year, you talked a lot about it. Well, as of right now, what's been like some of your really evaluations from some of the defensive that's coming out I feel like you have some really good guys at the game position, as always. Guys who have those tweener guys, guys who can rush the passer, lighter guys who have the speed on the edge, and you also see their lighter D tackles. Second part of that was him being asked about what he saw in the draft as far as positions and defensive tackles and defensive ends. Oh. And- <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's go to this. I- I've seen. Twenty-two to twenty-four million a year for Jonathan Grenard, Lance. Ah, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, well, that's a number I've seen out there. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think so either. But young guy was really, really good this year. Maybe turned a corner, or maybe just played in a contract year. Has been injury prone before. Defensive end, though, people they they do stupid things. Uh, they do, and more it, teams than ever are driven by analytically um, driven value on players. But it only takes one. Um, he's a guy with one big year, yeah, and injuries in in multiple years. So you know it's a dangerous proposition. Um, if that's the number, then I wish Jonathan Grenard the best. If he goes out there on the market and doesn't get what he likes, I think Houston should absolutely look into him. The problem is, you know, a decision may or may not be made before the draft. So, you know, I'd love to see free agency after the draft. It's just not possible. And actually, you can't do that. Actually, free agency before is the right way because it changes, it alters how you attack the, the market. And it's better for the players because they, you know, they get paid on second contracts, or even guys who aren't on second contracts, they get paid before the, the new workforce comes in. So, um, I don't know, man, I'm not, I'm not interested in giving a one year. I don't I hate calling one year wonder. Cause he, he has been the year before he did rush the quarterback wellness in the snaps he had, but I'm still not, that's too much. That's too, if, a, if a, John, if a, if wide receivers making that money, how am I giving that to a guy who's done this for one year? I mean, I just, I can't. 
Yeah. Here he is. Okay, so 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 it's hard to understand it, but hopefully this one will be a little bit better. Here he is talking about uh, re-signing Dalton Schultz. Did a really nice job for us in a passing game. Uh, when those two-minute drives where we were able to win a few games, Dalton really showed up in a situational football third down. He showed up making big catches for us. So uh, we'll see what happens with Dalton in free agency, but I'm very, very proud of what he did for us last year. You're not, not going to get any free agency plans out of D'Amico. No. No, no. I mean, no. Uh, listen, we don't need D'Amico to tell us that Dalton Schultz did a nice job. He did have, he did drop a couple of balls at the end of the season, and that's probably, you know, that that I remember probably more than anything else that he did, which is a shame, but those were a couple of important drops that he, I don't I don't think, he's got he's Well, got, the Cleveland one didn't end up hands. mattering. No, but no, no. it was still memorable because it was memorable because at the time it was, you know, it was the beginning of the game. Yeah. yeah so, it was close. yeah. Um, how about Singletary? Um, that, that's a big question. Okay. We got it. We got to discuss this. Let's go. Let's hear D'Amico Ryan's talking about, uh, Devin Singletary and what he means to the team. <laughs> Very pleased with Devin. I remember sitting in a free agent visit with Devin and just, man, his personality, his demeanor, it was a guy I knew I wanted to work with right away. Right, Devin is made of the right stuff. He's a hard worker. He's a leader. He shows up every day in practice with a great attitude, and the guys around him feed off of that. Right, so Devin was a great guy. We'll see what happens in free agency, but we'd, we'd love to have Devin back just because of what he brought to our team. He was, uh, he was definitely a bright spot for us in the running back room. Um, so the question is, okay, so do you spend the five? I, I think he'd be, what is he going to be? He was two and a half this year. What would he be, about five, maybe five six? The, uh, honestly, yeah. five at the most. Five they, at the, yeah. And no, they have no leverage. Did you see Josh Jacobs? So the big story now is that NFL teams are figuring out we don't even have to use – franchise tags because they're too expensive like they're too high yeah they're too high we can wait you know we can wait and pay that player potentially a one-year deal at that number you can tag a guy but the the raiders aren't doing it they've decided to go committee there's no value there's no actually the guys like motor may have more value as a five million dollar option as opposed to a 12 million dollar option for josh jacobs teams could look at that but did you did you notice john of the guys that were asked we'll see what happens we'll see what happens we'd like to have him back yeah i mean yeah of course i mean he's not gonna he's not gonna say you know no 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 he didn't say you know he didn't say that with the other two guys because he knows their price tag's gonna be more with motor he told you we'd like to have him back and you see how he talked about him his personality working with him like it was different than the other guys i'm telling you he's going to come back that's i've always felt like he's the kind of guy that you want to bring back because a guy who plays all three downs, I'm not saying, you know, you can still upgrade the position, but there's nothing wrong with having a Devin Singletary. And and obviously, he's a guy who D'Amico has always been excited about. We've heard him talk about him during the year when he talked about Singletary. He was always very excited to talk about Motor. So um, I did, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I did sit next to Bobby Slowick yesterday on the plane over, which I'm sure he instantly regretted. Um because I hit him with a billion questions and, and, you know, a lot of it was just football related stuff, passing concepts. Just, I was just curious about different things. Did you explain but to I, him that you could get 26 yards and three catches in his offense? Oh God, dog it. I didn't, but I should have. And I should no, have said, and that's, have. A, tes- no, and that's a good said, thing. That's you a didn't. testament. That's a testament to your, your, your play your, design. I should you, have said that. No, it's a testament to your delusion. <laughs> Why do you is. remember the catch total and yards so vividly? Because it was the most ridiculous yeah. thing I've ever heard. No. So it's like Dell remembers exactly the numbers things. I said. Yeah, he said it was more nuts. ridiculous things, but that was just rich up there. Yeah, it's top. Five. It's Mount Rushmore type stuff. Yeah, it's very re- reasonable. It's not even a first down. It's it's only uh, just over eight yards of reception. That's not that big a deal. You're not. <clears throat> you're not getting. You're not set, settling down in the zone and getting open. Listen. Who's okay. going to guard me? Nobody. Okay, listen. Devin Singletary for five million. Saquon Barkley for ten. There was there were stats over their last twenty games or whatever uh, uh, over their last what uh, twenty games that oh, I, uh, Singletary 
and 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 Saquon Barkley are almost identical with their numbers. And in some instances, Singletary is just a little bit better. But then somebody came up back and said, "Well, this is just ridiculous because look at the look at the wide receiver, the quarterback, the the left tackle that 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 uh, Singletary had, and look at the Giants' offense: no quarterback, no go-to receiver, no left tackle, no tight end like they have. I mean, no weapons at all." And you're going to compare the two running backs. Well, first of all, don't they have Darren Waller? Yeah. Um, I well, mean, that's pretty good. I know he was out for part of the year. He's always out for Andrew, part of the year. So they have, uh, what's his name, from Andrew Thomas from Georgia, mm. who at one point I think made a Pro Bowl. Like, I get the argument, but the fact is, and I let Bobby know this yesterday, you know, I told him Saquon's not really a great fit for your offense. <laughs> you did. You did do yep. that, huh? I did. I actually did that. I said, you know, everyone in Houston wants Saquon Barkley, but I know that he's kind of a stutter-and-go guy. He's not really a one-cut-downhill guy like Motor is. And he's like, yeah, Motor was really great for us, better than we could have anticipated, blah, blah, blah. He didn't respond to what I said about Saquon. Um so he may disagree, but I think he'll see once he really digs in on the tape like I do, once he gets into the numbers like I am with the numbers guy, I think he'll see what I'm talking about. Hmm. You know, are If you- they don't sign Saquon Barkley, holler at your boy because I'm that guy who is kind of a draft influencer and a free agency in people will hate you yeah i don't know why you're saying how yeah don't no no no, no they no. already don't hate me to... john they hate us because they <clears throat> ain't us did you explain to him your issue with tank Dell blocking uh i didn't that didn't come up oh that sounds seems like someone's a coward no i just didn't i didn't think about that i had a billion questions going through my head so the thing you've talked about most Regarding. What I should have said is uh, my radio – and Bobby, this is uncomfortable, but my radio host, John Granado, um, brings up a lot that you had Tank Dell in there in a reduced formation trying to dig out of safety. Uh, when I know that was just kind of a fluke deal, like that doesn't usually – I mean, yes, it almost happened also – in the second game of the year against the Colts, and then again against the Titans. But Yeah, and do you didn't all- see that? Apparently you didn't watch that film, Bobby. Wow, I would never say something like that. That's disrespectful. I'm trying to help the team with running back evaluations. Um, I did give him a heads up on a running back he needed to watch too. So, oh yeah, was that? Just impact Tyrone Tracy from Purdue. Would you rather have five million Singletary and Blake Corum? I just saw draft Blake Blake Corum and when Blake Corum's going to go when third, fourth, fourth. Okay, kind of a Damian Pierce. Yeah, maybe late three to. Yeah. Mid four. Okay. Would you rather have that or Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. At twelve million? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think he's that kind of impact player on all three downs. Um and I think he fits the offense. So yeah, I'd rather have Josh Jacobs and Motor at a redu- at a three million if he'd take it. But um if he doesn't then we'll we'll keep we'll ha- you know, we'll have Damian Pierce and we'll go get another running back and Put another running back in the room, and we'll see what we have. I'm not sure after last year, Singletary is going to play, to, uh, take a backup role to Josh Jacobs. I don't know. I think he'd well, probably you know, well, go, he probably want to go. He probably want to go somewhere else. Say, John, do you think the market's going to ask him to be a starter? I don't. No, but I think the market will pay him three. The market somewhere else will pay him three million dollars. Okay, yeah, I'll take. But that's no. what I'm saying. I'll take. Yeah, but I think you know. I think he could start for another team. Yes, after this you year. Do? Yes, I do. All right, we got to break it. Uh, you got to talk about underdog fantasy. Yeah, Underdog Fantasy is great. I mean, I, I used it during football season. It's really fun. Um, they actually have college high and low in the in the in the Pick'em Challenge for football. They have um, there's golf stuff. They have there's hockey stuff. But I want to talk about basketball. You know, if you're getting down on, you're saying, man, the Rockets games are not as competitive lately. Well, then go play. You want to make it more f- interesting to watch. Why don't you go play the the Pick'em Challenge and go higher or lower on statistics? If you want to fade them and go lower on certain uh, statistics, on three-pointers made, on points scored or whatever, you can do that as well. Hey, you're just trying to bring in the money because guess what? It's absolutely legal in the state of Texas, and the money is real. You win real money. Not only that, when you sign up for your first um, your first deposit for Underdog Fantasy, you need to use promo code Lance because what they do is they double 
your first deposit up to $100. And then they give you a special pick in the special in the uh, lobby, the Pick'em Lobby. And you can use that special pick as an easy winner or sometime it will be a multiplier. You can win up to 100 times your original play. That's incredible. But you got to play and you got to pick between two and five players. That's all you have to do, higher or lower. That's underdog fantasy. It's so much fun. And the app is so easy to use. Use promo code Lance. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms and conditions apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John and Lance on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Um, 713-780-3776 is the number if you would like to be here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So, any other Texans news that we haven't covered yet? Anything else that we need to cover? I guess, um, I guess Nick will talk today. It's usually, I think it's head coach one day and then the general manager the next day, I guess. Um, I don't go over to the, well, <clears throat> I'm going to actually go over. I'm supposed to go over and do the radio row stuff at 2 o'clock Eastern. But uh, I may go over early if I can see. I don't I don't want to miss Nick, but I'm, I may miss him. I don't know. i got to check and see what the schedule is. But uh, Nick's probably not going to give a lot either. But, you know, it's funny. A lot of teams, Bill O'Brien was like this. Gary Kubiak was like this. Rick Smith was like this. A lot of teams, general managers and coaches, will actually give up more information, give you a little bit more insight than you're expecting. Uh, yeah, I, Nick is pretty vanilla. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, he's I, I got, gotten a little bit better, but he's still he's still very vanilla. Uh, you know who wasn't vanilla was Raheem Morris yesterday. You know, he he said, you know, I wouldn't be standing here if we had better quarterback play. What? Hello. <laughs> Wow, that's um, pretty eye-opening. On uh, uh, I think I think Justin Fields is going to be a Falcon. You think he's going to be a Falcon and not a Steeler? I think the yeah, I think the I don't know anything, but I just think that Raheem Morris is talking like a guy who knows they're you know they may be locked in. Listen, they're drafting right now what eighth? So I mean, there's that's no a way they big, give up the eighth pick for him. <clears throat> no, 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 not the eighth pick. But that's a lot of big talk. That's a lot of big talk for, um, you know, for not knowing for sure if you're going to, like, they either have to love J.J. McCarthy, feel like they're going to make a move up, or they already have somebody lined up in a, you know, in a trade or via free agency. So um, my guess is that that somebody would be Justin Fields. Ryan Pohl said he wants to do right if they go down the road of trading Justin Fields. He wants to do right by Justin. I think Atlanta's doing right by Justin. They got pieces in place already. Um, it's not a tough division. And remember where Justin Dell, where did Justin Fields start his college career? The Georgia Bulldogs. There we go. Yeah, but but here's here's Ryan Poles and but he if he wants to do right by him, I think Justin Fields has made it known he wants to be a Steeler, right? I don't know where he wants to be, but as you said, this is Ryan Poles yesterday discussing the possibility of trading Justin Fields. You guys know me uh, well enough now. I do, if we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. Well, he's going to do right by Justin. I think, I think he just let it. He is going to trade Justin Fields. Yeah. He's done. I mean, oh, it's yeah. Caleb Williams. Justin Fields is gone. This is a lock. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he he is, unless he loves J.J. McCarthy and he'll give up that first pick and move down to maybe eighth, will McCarthy be there at eight? Looks like uh, the, the Giants yeah, are committed to Daniel Jones, according to reports, right? Well, I mean, we'll see. I looked at Daniel Jones' contract. You can cut him next year and be fine. Uh, 
So I think the, the, I have an article coming out today about quarterback teams that could draft quarterback in the first round. And I got the giants in there. I got the Falcons in there. Um, I've got, you know, right after that, you're looking at Minnesota and Denver. Also, like I'm starting to think JJ McCarthy doesn't get past 12, but something interesting is happening. Now, I guess Drake may has also pulled his name out of quarterbacks thrown at the combine. So you will have, who many people consider the top three and Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels and Drake may not throwing until their pro days. Um, and I've heard Caleb Williams is going to be Caleb's Caleb's dad. There's a great article. I didn't realize that Caleb's dad, that there are this many issues. Like he's the one quietly looking for equity in teams that actually happened. Um, he's the one who <clears throat> is trying to find loopholes right now in the rookie wage scale. So he can try to take advantage of that somehow. It sounds like this is just a kind of a money thing with him. And um, Caleb, apparently, you know, hearing rumors, he's not going to, he won't take a physical. He's only going to talk to the Bears. Like all these huge demands that we've never seen from any other prospect. That's not going to make the Bears happy. I can guarantee you this already comes off as looking like diva stuff or best case scenario a mega helicopter dad, which is never great. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, I don't know that they change it up. If they got Caleb one, I don't, I think they, well, kind of locked in on that. You say, actually, I don't know that the bear, if, 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 if Justin is actually saying, no, it's the bears or, you know what? That's as far as the bears are concerned, that's much better than John Elway or Eli Manning who said, I ain't going there. So we've yeah. seen, you know, we've seen divas before, um, but at least he's all locked in on the Bears. If you're the yeah, Bears, you got to yeah, feel much better about that than than him not wanting to go there. Well, yeah, it just won't take a physical, which is a massive, massive part of the process. Yeah, we got a break. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in, Chris, you want to talk NFL draft? We still got Astros to talk as they uh, had yet another beaten in this in spring training where they didn't hit again, but. Uh, boy, Jordan sure did look good in that two hole, and we'll hear. Well, we're not going to hear from him, but but he did have some thoughts on being the uh, two hole hitter. So we'll do that as well in the upcoming hour. Right now, we're talking about my bookie, and if you want to bet on, I'm going to tell you what I would be a good. I love Jordan MVP this season. You've got about a month before the baseball season starts. You got to get all of your of your uh, thoughts in. You got to get all of your bets in before the season starts. Go with the Astros over. Go with the Jordan possibly winning the MVP. Go with uh, Cy. I don't know that, but they have any Cy yet. But here's the deal: is if you're looking for all the bets, it doesn't. Baseball is coming up. You got basketball right now, college basketball, the NCAA tournament. You've got casino gambling right there on your computer. You don't have to go all the way to Lake Charles or or Las Vegas. I know they're going to hate me saying that, but you don't have to because you could do it right at your at your computer and you can have a live dealer dealing it to you. That's awesome, awesome, awesome. My bookie is the place to play, play, win, and get paid. My bookie is where you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and literally anything. It's not just sports. It's not just casino. It's everything. It's unbelievable the amount of bets that you've got at mybookie.ag. Promo code bet975, but you got to put in the promo code if you want to get any of the bonuses at mybookie.ag. Bookie.ag, promo code bet975. ESPN 97.5.